Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Play oh, you did musical, the play. musical, I should say. So they came out with, um, here's a list of 10 things you m- probably don't know about Jesus Christ Superstar. So originally, um, it started out as a concept album. Andrew Lloyd Webber and his writing partner, lyricist Tim Rice, mm-hmm. couldn't get anyone to put it on the stage. Um, they had, um, they first, one of their first plays that they did was Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat in 1968. And so after that, they wanted to move on to a biblical figure, a different one, Jesus of Nazareth. And so they wanted to do a rock musical that would retell um, from Judas' perspective the story of Christ's um, betrayal and execution. But they couldn't find anyone willing to produce the project on a stage. So they 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 were scandalized. Yeah, and they they just said, yeah, a rock opera about Jesus Christ. This is Told not from the perspective right. of Judas. Uh, yeah, this yeah. is hell. No, this is oh, not going to work. And they were told it was the worst idea in history. Wow. So they transformed it into an eighty-seven minute two disc or two album concept released in nineteen seventy. The setback was a blessing in disguise. They both argued about writing um, what the songs were going to be included on the onset. By doing a record first, it allowed them time. They had to shorten it up a lot versus Mm -hmm. doing a musical and a play. So it made it shorter. They cut things out. It made it more contemporary. It made it give it more rock. It had more energy. They and it identified with the younger audience. They all these things that Broadway wasn't expecting. You know that they would have got from a play. And um, they um, were really used to writing for theater, not for a record. So that was how that all worked. And um, when it finally hit the stage, it made its Broadway debut. It made its Broadway debut in 1971. Other things that happened: Andrew Lloyd Webber wrote the part of the titular song on a napkin. Um, I love that. Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. that the? Yeah. yeah. And what he did is he couldn't. He had the melody, you know, in his mind, and he kept forgetting it. But in 1969, he was walking down London's Fulham Road when the tune popped back in his head. He was passing a restaurant called Carlos Place. He knew the owner a little bit. He went into the restaurant and said, can you give me a piece of paper? He was so frightened that he would lose the sound. And he didn't give him a piece of paper. He handed him a napkin. So he quickly wrote down the main theme of Jesus Christ Superstar and had it. Wow. Um, the melody of I Don't Know How to Love Him from that Mary Magdalene sings was from a song that they had written before called Kansas Morning. 
It was an ode to the Sunflower State. It was co-written by the two of them, Rice and Weber, and published in 1967. And the song went, I love Kansas, the Kansas morning, Kansas mist at my window. Later, when they started composing Jesus Christ Superstar, they loved that ballad and they they were, the reworked words. the words and the music and, and did it. Um, let's see. Yvonne Ellerman was cast as the original Mary Magdalene after Andrew Lloyd Webber saw her singing at a nightclub. They went, they're rounding up vocalists to do the album, and they went to the historic Pheasantry Club in Chelsea to see a jazz singer perform. They were thinking he would be a good fit for Pontius Pilate. Um, and they both said, nope, he's not right. But the warm-up act, a gorgeous 17-year-old Hawaiian gal yes. named Yvonne Ellerman, accompanying herself on the guitar was extraordinary. Everything he wanted was in front of him. They, he called up um, his buddy and blah, blah, blah. She was the only one that was sang on the original album and was also in the original. Broadway play oh, okay. when it when it debuted. It's a um, musical. Don't we just call it a musical? All right, fine. Yeah. Because then it was a movie, too. And she was in all three. Okay. Album, play, movie. Okay. In 19, let's see, in 1970, September, when the music came out, it hit number one on the Billboard's chart so quickly. American fans began staging unauthorized live performances of the music in churches and in theaters. You might have been part of that, Larry. Mm-hmm. So producer Military Ro- bases. Yeah, <laughs> producer Robert Stigwood proposed putting an official Jesus Christ superstar concert tour together, and they actually did that. They went on a tour. You know, yeah. like how uh, American Idol does a tour or something uh-huh. like that. Then they went to Broadway. It was panned by many, 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 many critics, they including New York Times' Clive Barnes. He wrote, I must confess to experiencing some disappointment. It's all rather resembled one, one when one first sees the Empire State Building. That's Not it? at all interesting, but somewhat unsurprising and minimal. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. So, um, and Andrew Lloyd Webber himself didn't like it either. But it ran for 700 shows. Jeez. It offended religious groups. Yes. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know how much time I have left. I don't know. Did it have radio airplay, Donnie? Yeah, the uh, the, the song, the actual Jesus Christ right. Superstar. Superstar. They, they released a version of that. The guy's name was Murray Head. And he put out a, uh, that version of the song. And it was a big top 40 hit. It was. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. And were there radio stations though, that refused to play it? Not Billy that I Graham, was aware of. Here's some of the people that, you know. Came showed, out against yeah, it. Billy Graham wasn't a fan. He, commu- he accused the music of bordering on blasphemy and sacrilege. And said he objected to the fact that it leaves out the resurrection of Jesus Christ. If there's no resurrection, there's no Christianity. But he said if the production causes... Young people to search out their Bibles. This is great. Mm-hmm. Um, in 1971, the Vatican's radio station aired the concept album in its entirety. I'm shocked. Along with some remarks from Lloyd Webber, Rice, and various religious figures. And nothing like that had ever been broadcast on Vatican radio until now, announced the papal. Uh, and he said, but we feel this is a work of considerable importance. Pope Paul the sixth was treated that was progressive to, for I know. that church. He was treated to a private so, yeah. advanced screening uh-huh. of the 1973 movie version. And the guy who directed it was the same guy who directed Moonstruck. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Norman Jewson, I think. Jewison, Jewison, yeah. Jewison. Jewison. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, let's see. It prompted Richard O'Brien to start writing the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Following a stint... 
this guy, uh, Richard O'Brien, he was on the touring cast of Hair. He joined the London production of Jesus Christ Superstar in 1972. He was contracted to play in the choir for three months and then take over the lead role of Herod. Um, He, but Herod, O'Brien's version of Herod that they were doing in the UK was an Elvis, a vain Elvis impersonator, and he just didn't like it. He wasn't impressed with it. So when push came to shove, they didn't like him either. And um, they gave him 300 quid and let me go. I went home and started writing Rocky Horror Picture Show on my guitar. I was so PO'd because they had the nerve to call Superstar a rock opera. There's some nice songs there, but rock it's not. So writing Rocky Horror was a pleasure because my love of real rock and roll drove the songs. Oh, and then, I didn't know that. And then one production, um, you know, in 2012, Britain launched its, you know, we need to find the cast of the Jesus Christ Superstar. And it was produced by Andrew Lloyd Webber. And of all the people that tried out for the show to vie for the role of Jesus in the end, um, native Ben Foster was the winner. He also appeared in t- on the tour alongside former Spice Girl Mel C, who was a judge on the I show and she Foster played Mary. Could sing. I didn't yeah. know that either. Ooh. So there you go. I wonder Ooh. if the success of that um, will bring that back on Broadway or whatever. I mean, I, I don't, don't know, know when it was last there. I think it was in two. 2012 is it when it was here. last. Yeah, it toured here always, and I saw like it. It's always on tours. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Ted Neely, is he considered the most famous? He was a, in, our, in studio with us, Lori. Do you remember? I feel like you might I have been. Wasn't, I wasn't here He that was day. in studio. And he, he played Danny He, he played Jesus. Yes. Yeah. I didn't remember him being. Yes. He was in studio. Oh, yeah. And then we yeah. went and saw. I saw it. Took oh. my boys and my dad to it. And it was a rainy, cold night. I remember oh, it. And it was okay. at the Orpheum. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. And was yeah. it good? Was it enjoyable? It was fantastic. Yeah, it is a good show. Oh, it was, okay. My kids reminded me of it at Easter. They're like, didn't we go see that with Grandpa? And I'm like, yeah, we did. We good did. Job, anyway, Julia. they added, what happened is during the live production on Sunday night, they had a song in there by Mary Magdalene that I didn't recognize. And so I'm like, where did that song come from? It wasn't in the original um, album? album. They added that for the Broadway show. Okay. So... Hmm. There you go. Is okay. Yvonne Elliman the one who's saying, if I can't have you? Yes, from I Saturday don't want Night nobody, Fever. nobody, baby. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. That's a good song. Yeah. That it's is a good voice. song. I hope she got out of her charges in Guam. <laughs> yeah. What was she charged for? Uh, Marijuana? A little pod, a little pod. Leaving Guam, going back to Hawaii. We got to go yeah. home and take care of the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what they said. They let him go because they recognized her. Oh, I'm so I'm glad. Eva. Do you know who I am? I'm Yvonne Elliman. No, who are you? Then she started singing. I don't know how to. <laughs> All right, listen, we come back. We got our favorite headlines.